What's up, everyone? Jess here from JamXP. On this week's episode, Chris and I head to the Lone Star State. We got to talk with lead singer Hector Longoria of the band Indigo. During the interview, we discussed the band's origin, UFOs, all things Indigo, and what makes them tick. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with Hector of Indigo. Yo, what up, y'all? Uh, my name is Hector. I'm the vocalist for Indigo, and uh, you're listening to Jess and Chris on JMXP. Awesome, awesome. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. And uh, awesome. thanks for uh, agreeing to come on. Absolutely. It's my pleasure, actually. it's it's uh, When you guys said talk about Indigo and anything about Indigo, I was on board. Um, I love it. There's so many things that I'm having epiphanies of, of why something exists and then why this exists and and it's just my wife and I have these epiphanies every night because there's things that I was working on in the past that are now coming full circle and why it makes sense of why it's now being presented yeah. to the world to my and to myself. So it's really neat. So Indigo is an interesting band name. And I'm pretty sure people probably don't understand how to pronounce it right away, like the color indigo. How did right. you come up with it and decide on the band name? So a crazy story. We were in Monroe, Georgia with Josh Lander and Lee Rouse. And we we're finishing up which what we thought was going to, going to be our first record. Um, and uh, Jaden Dimsdale was there, uh, also known as Teddy Swims. Addie Maxwell uh, was there as well. And we started talking about... Um, a story I had about a little boy and, and so on and so forth. And we talked about spiritual things and uh, UFOs and aliens. It just got very interesting topics were coming up. And uh, Jaden started, you know, jumping around with the idea of indigo kids and um, all those, you know, spiritual kind of things. And Addy's like, or he's all like, how about indigo? And Addy already had some kind of like, design already you know he had this this flower four-leaf clover with ndgo in it and the colors were already set up and it was just like it just fell into place so we we're like okay and at first it had um you know taken a second for us to understand what we were looking at and uh having the abbreviation like that was in my opinion, been done before, but it was something new that we all resonated with. And so we just ran with it and uh, and we didn't know how we were going to market it. But I guess at that point, we didn't care. We were just having fun, I guess. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I would say the the reason for the name started with that conversation. And then, of course, Jaden definitely pushed it in that direction. And uh, we all smiled. We all agreed. Addy already made up, you know, some artwork and that's how we ran. So yeah, and um, it's funny because I'm in the middle of a, a book that I'm writing for a few years now, and at first I didn't understand, and I, I my main character's name um, was, you know, between this character named Jiven or or something else, and I told my wife last night I had an epiphany. So the little boy I had this dream about and this story that we talked about that night, um, Addie kind of made this image of a little boy going through a door. And turns out, I told my wife last night, I was like, and this is the whole full circle thing. I was like, I know what my main character's name is. And she's like, well, it's his name. 
And I was like, uh, it was gonna, it's his name is gonna be Indigo, spelled with an I. So and of course, <clears throat> um, I'm excited about that. So that came full circle last night. That was one of those things where I was like, appreciating the universe and and what it had given me. And so I, uh, I ran with that. And so it's just been on that kind of frequency of just any little message that's come across, it just ties into everything else and it just works perfectly fine. And the reason, of course, I resonated also with NDGO, uh, it's because you listen to music, you don't see it. So you got to take the eyes out. So yeah. just close your eyes, listen to what we're trying to tell you and, uh, or at least spread the the, the message. Um, and not, not every song is going to be a message. Maybe it's just something that just, just fuck with it. Just have fun with it. Just do whatever you want. It's not, you know, so yeah, I jump all over the place. Uh, but yeah, and <laughs> is, it's something that has grown to mean a lot more than just the name itself. So, so yeah. speaking of jumping all over the place, you said you were in a conversation uh, when when the the band name came up. Um, part of that conversation, you said you were talking about UFOs. So I got to know, you ever seen one? Uh, I've seen some things. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> we were out, so we live out in the country. And so we were outside. It was me, myself. Uh, I mean, my, <laughs> myself, my wife, <laughs> my uh, my oldest daughter and my two daughters, and we're we're laying down on the trampoline, and my youngest started uh, mentioning how um, she asked us the same question: "Have you ever seen something?" I was like, "Well, I saw something in California when I was out there, and uh, and it's just I couldn't explain it, and so it stuck with me." And my buddy Killingsworth is the only other person that was awake during the time that this happened, so it was only him and I that saw it. Our buddy Galvin was passed out in the back of the car, so. Uh, so my youngest daughter started asking um, if we had ever had experience, went into it. And she it's almost like she manifested. She uh, she kept saying how she wanted to see one. And so we were laying all four of us were laying under the stars. And I started pointing out this specific star that was just doing very weird things. And I said, hey, can you guys look at that for me? So we all fixated on this light. And sure enough, as it was moving uh, erratically, it just disappeared. And so we just looked at each other and we go, there you go. The universe just, you know, the universe never says no. You know, it's always telling you it's always a yes. It's always a yes. So she wanted to see a UFO. There she was. So we saw that. Um, nice. Other than that, it's just I guess you can say we've seen things I can't explain, especially out in the deserts. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I feel like I've definitely witnessed something like that. I used to live in North Carolina, Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, I was like a quarter of a mile from the ocean. And. One night, my wife and I are just outside with my son. He's learning how to ride his bike. And uh, we're just looking up, like, toward the toward the ocean. And just like you, like a star making weird movements. And we're like, what? what's going on? And all of a sudden, it's, like, coming lower, 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 lower. And we're like, what's happening? It stayed there for about two minutes. And then split second, it was gone. Like, shot off the horizon, and it was gone. We're like, What? So, yeah, I, it's it's wild when you see something like that. Um, speaking of seeing things that are wild, uh, saw the Selective Hearing music video. Um, I know you've released other music videos in the past. Uh, how was making the video for Selective Hearing different than the others? Um, again, I just let it flow the way it was going. So um, previous to this, we would always plan and think and randomly just like last minute come up with something. So um, 
and it was great. My uh, one of my best friends, such an amazing human being. I've known him for over 10 years and uh, he's dedicated so much time and love and he did everything, um, just about every other music video uh, other than Selective Hearing. Um, and he's been the one that uh, would usually come up with his ideas. And um, yeah, no, he he did this beautiful thing that inspired me. But, um, you know, he had just gotten married. And there's a lot of things he was taking care of. So um, there was not enough time at the moment for him to focus on that music video. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was actually a, a music video, I See You, um, we were scheduled to release. And again, wedding. Um, and he had a major things going on. So we paused it. Uh, but then we we went ahead and, and jumped into selective hearing just so we can see where we're going to end up. But it, it played out this way. And a friend of mine reached out that I had worked with him before. His name is Sterling. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I love this. I love these you know videos you're putting up. And he says, let me do your music video. And it, it was actually uh, the start of it also was the artwork. He loved the art. Um, the colors were what captivated him and Emmanuel and I are the ones that, you know, started designing this. And so that's how that started first. It was, it was working with Emmanuel, um, great designer to come up with, you know, these, this, uh, the dice, you know, you're, you're, you're gambling on, on, on a relationship here. And so the colors inspired Sterling to reach out. Um, unfortunately, Kevin couldn't work at the moment. Um, he had again, very busy schedule, uh, great guy he had uh, already enough clients on his list that um we knew the understanding um but we moved forward with that so sterling hit me up and we went with that i said you know sterling um i would love to go ahead and and uh and give you the shot on that because uh you definitely have something here and all he said was i want to go off the colors and uh we started talking ideas, we handled business and, um, and then the universe sent us the next step. He's all like, Hey man, what's your budget for location? Um, I said, be honest with you. you I have 500 bucks left. Like, what are we doing here? He's all like, how about 250? Let's do 250 as a budget for that. And the rest, you know, we need food or whatever the case may be or anything else that comes up. So he actually is like 250 bucks. I think we can get something. And uh, I think it was like either, yeah, five hundred dollars or two fifty. Anyways, um, he calls me up randomly, lets me know that his boy Sean and him just bagged us a mansion for two hundred and fifty bucks. And <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to know what the actual price for this is. And they're like, it's about four k a night. And I was like, how did you guys swing this? Well, it was, you know, um. Sean's mother, I believe, is real estate and and um, agent. So it was one of those that that was their property. So it was just so happened. It was, again, luck. And and I don't believe in luck. It's just um, the universe. I was asking for location. Sterling was asking for location. And the universe isn't going to say no. And we both knew that we we're going to come up with something very massive just because we just said, hey, we're just going to try this. Why not? I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Um and so we started leaning into this. He hits me up, have that mansion. And that's that's how that rolled. Um, and which led into, of course, the performance. Uh, Jeremy had a, an emergency, uh, family emergency he had to handle. He couldn't be in the music video. Um, that's our drummer. And of course, my boy Dave's always ready and prepared for uh, 
the music videos. He comes in strong. Tyler um, came in, helped us out, uh, which is the basis that you see in the music video. And then, of course, Mike on the drums. They all just um, came in prepped, ready to go, and gave me their everything. Um, I couldn't have asked for um, any better team. I mean, the, the team that was there um, that showed up ready to work was ready to work. And uh, um and we handled it that way, but there was little things that I would see. It was amazing. Um, just seeing like, for example, there was a, while writing this song, there was a fire alarm. We actually have a video out there and it's kind of funny because um, a fire alarm went off and then we have a fire alarm go off during the music video. So as we're writing the song five years ago, because this how, that's how old this song is, um, five years later, me doing the music video for the same song, there's an, a fire alarm going off. So it's very... <laughs> Uh, so synchronicities were just just perfect so I'm not going to question it it happens um, I mean it, it was just one of those that I can't explain it's just I kept asking I kept receiving and I kept appreciating and I could not uh, steer away from that there was there was no um, oh I'm gonna I'm having a bad day or bad few minutes no I, I haven't had any days like that since um, since I've allowed myself to see this for what it is. Yeah. So, oh. It was fate. Right. Exactly. It was perfect. It was fate. <laughs> that, that's right. It was fate that you got to be in an amazing looking mansion. Cause it looked like a really nice place. <laughs> oh, it was, I'm telling you, it was amazing. Um, I even, I even told my wife, I was like, let Indigo blow up. I'm going to buy this house for you. Maybe but, um, someday you never know. Maybe You never know. And that's the, could that's be part the, of fate. Uh, Right, right. And, and and that's another full circle that would happen. And that's that's how I think. Um, but I also don't put myself in a box. Right. I have I have a, a nine to five, you know, actually it's a seven to five. And um and I'm I'm very appreciative because I work with my brothers and they've taught me a lot. And so it's it's not easy work either. It's it's heavy machinery, like we work on we're mechanics, so we work on this uh heavy machinery equipment, um cat and and excavators and front end loaders skid steers and so on and so forth so i get to learn from them on a mechanical sense what we do for you know work and then but i get to know them as them as humans as we're growing we're teaching each other um things about us that we uh, are trying to achieve so i've never allowed myself to put me in the box so that right there i decided to ask the universe if it could just pay me to exist. So the best way, I guess the universe said, Hey man, you're going to work with family and you're going to make money. And then you're going to be able to work with your, your wife on Indigo. So that's your, that way and all, and the closest friends that I have. So all these things that um, I'm seeing are leaning into everything I believe in. And uh, uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I steered off the question. It's okay. I, All good. Yeah, All I just, good. I, I was going to say, I did see your post earlier and you were on like your job site. Right, right. And so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's, it's, um, but what we, I steered off from the question again, but um, if you can bring me, reel me back in, because that's the kind of person I'm, you got to reel me back in. There wasn't uh, a question. We were just in free convo at that point. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> and, and that's what I love because, uh, as you noticed, I am a, uh, I'll just rant on and tell you my entire day, honestly. Because uh, that's all I right. 
Yeah. I, re cool. I review my day. And so again, I started telling myself that's what it was. I started telling myself that I wanted to get paid to exist. So I'm learning from family, working with family. And then I told myself I was going to be one of the, and of course it's not about competing or anything, but if you look at yourself as the best, you can become the best. So I kept saying, you know, I am uh, a great father. I am a great husband. I'm a loving human being. I, I just want to continue to try to give the world what it deserves, you know, and there's already enough, enough animosity, there's enough anger. So I want to kind of combat that. I have two girls that I want to leave something very powerful for, and I would hate for them to deal even with more problems because of my generation or, or whatever. So I want to be part of the solution. So I asked the universe for um, a way to <laughs> pay for their dreams. And so I've always been a dreamer. I kept chasing this for, I've been chasing this for, I think about, I would say a little more than five years now. And uh, I just can't say no to their dreams. So I, the only way I can financially do that is if I dedicate myself to an art that no one else is doing, images that no one else is doing, because we all have it. We all have the capability. We just got to tune into that channel, you know, that frequency, you know, you hear all these frequencies, you just, just got to find your channel and whatever that is uh, mine is indigo and uh universe just starts feeding you all the information you need to know uh to lay it down track it down you know create the artwork the the videos uh talk to the people with respect and love because that's they're artists just like you and and the way you're treating them is it i just see everyone as a mirror so i love myself so if i'm speaking to you very rudely then i'm not in love with myself at all so right now, I'm, I could literally look at this camera. I'm staring at myself right now, and I'm teaching myself a lesson. So in this case, I'm looking at you, and um, I'm enjoying the conversation because I know that the way I'm speaking to you is the way I want my soul to feel at the end of the night, So, which is gratitude and love and, and happiness. So that's just the way I live now. That is, yeah. I, I decided to just say, try it. What's the worst that can happen? If, if people hate on, your, on, on you loving, I mean... And there's something wrong. So I just, at that point, um, so then the universe gave me that and the universe uh, answered the whole music video aspect. And my boy, Jeremy, Jeremy's great with marketing. Uh, again, small budget, nothing massive, $200, which we dumped money in other previous videos. And we just could not figure it out. And Losing game, I feel like was, uh, which is a previous release. I feel like that was the runway to our successful release this time. Because um, mm -hmm. losing game, uh, my boy Dave uh, Williams, goddamn, that man is an artist. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to see what he, what he unfolds for you guys because he's he's that's another person that people need to be aware of. Um, and Jeremy has an, a project of his own and, and you guys can find his project kickflip. But um, what I want to say is I'm surrounded by so many talented people that again, I asked the universe, find me the best people that I can work with that can become my brothers and, and, and sisters that I can rely on and they can rely on me. And so I'm finding those individuals that are willing to sacrifice everything, even their sleep, their eating habits, just so we can create this one piece of art, whether it's 24 hours or a weekend. Um, and it, it's just, 
very appreciative. I'm very appreciative for what's going on. So that's how that's how everything unfolded for for what's happening with that music video itself. So yes, I think losing game helped us move forward in that. Um, leading, you know, the run we set up the runway with losing game, and Dave Williams was a mastermind, uh, one of the masterminds, of course, uh, Indigo, Dave Williams, Lee Rouse, and Josh Landry. We all sat. <laughs> in Atlanta for a few days, um, I would say about a week or so, we drove down there and we came out with three songs, which um, I'm excited to let you guys know. I can honestly say we have at least 10 to 15 more songs to release for y'all, without a doubt. Like that's already in the vaults. And um, I don't care if people say, you're not supposed to say those things. I don't care. I don't know. It's my thing. Um, I love it. I just want to share, literally be transparent with what's going on because it's exciting. It really is. And if you hold that excitement back, then the universe is going to say, well, you're not too excited because you're not sharing it enough. You know? <laughs> and I don't share, I'm not talking about social media, you know, I've got yeah. a great time that, um, but I'm talking about me personally. I, this, this is what I want to do with people. Like, Hey, let me tell you, I'm writing a song or I wrote this song with Kevin Carestis. That's called this, you know, and I wrote a song with Dave Williams and Jeremy uh, and it's named like this. And and it goes like this. So I we have a ton of work for you guys. And I'm excited to share it with the world because it's it's uh there's two more that we did in Atlanta that I just mentioned with the guys. Uh one is called Trippin' on You. The second one is called Vibe. Um, some of my favorite songs I've ever written. And they're so exciting. And then I have one that's very deep conversation that I think people need to start uh comprehend and that has occurred for as long as humankind has existed but uh i have a song called i see you and the homies uh previous members in the band uh brandon uh sydney and tony um we wrote this song and it was very massive and with josh landry of course but it was very very impactful it's very dark um but it's a topic that needs to be discussed it's a topic that needs to be brought to people's uh, attention whether they like it or not and it's you know if the fans stick around and they just see the message for what it is we're not you know here to tell you you know what to do um but if you're uh if you decide to um to stick around and enjoy the song for what it is and and learn from it uh i see you and if you decide to leave and because it's something that you don't resonate with I see you. It's it's plain and simple. It's no big deal. I'm I'm just here. The universe gave me a message and I have to deliver it. It is what it is. And so if the topic again doesn't resonate with you, um, then it is what it is. Um I'm, I'm not here to please anyone. I'm here to please myself first and my loved ones, feed them, uh nourish them and love them until I can't anymore, which that's physically impossible and mentally impossible. So, um, and take the next release, you know, in strides. That's all I can do. Cause, uh, again, it's, it's one of those that, uh, your fans either resonate with you because you're real and you're one of them and you just happen to tap into that radio station or they don't, and it's okay. I'm still gonna have love for you. It is what it is, man. I, I, 
you know, I have family members that we don't see eye to eye on everything, but I love them to death. I will do anything for them. Can I speak yeah. for them on that same notion? Absolutely not. That's on them. Like they, they, they can, um, they can share their emotions with whoever they want, however they want. I'm not going to judge them. But as far as me, I can 100% tell you, I love unconditionally. I am so happy right now that there is no, uh, hate in my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's a lot of things that you'll see. It's 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 not about pleasing everyone. It's about giving you what it has to be said at that very moment. Um, and I've just been fortunate enough to tap them in. Yes, yeah, some songs are fun. Uh, I myself, Jeremy, and 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 Dave wrote a song called Tweaker. It's <laughs> a great song. It's so funny. Um, excited. Don't know when that's gonna get dropped because it's it's something different. It's something bizarre. It it's it's indigo. It's, uh, I can honestly say indigos is very interesting, uh, when it comes to that, it's just, it's fun. It's, it's supposed to be fun, right? It's, uh, it could be very deep, meaningful. It could be loving. It could be funny. So indigo is just whatever it is at that very moment. And we're not here to. So I did see that you, started writing a new record back in like February of 2023. Yes. yes. So have you guys picked a release date at all for the new record? Oh boy. Um. So I'm glad you brought that up because I tried to steer away from that topic. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I mean, you're it, talking um, about all this new music that you've written, all yeah. these songs. And I'm like, well, yes. so we I had, call it, we had to okay. know. Yeah. So I call it Dino uh d-y-n-o like dynamite but not because of an explosive uh it's explosive movement uh and the reason i picked the word dino is because uh, i used to rock climb religiously when i was in high school i was sponsored my best friend derek reinhardt um you know introduced the sport to me with our coach mayville todd mayville and uh in rock climbing, um, there's this move that's called the dino. So you, it's from one from one spot or from one move hold to the next hold, just simultaneously at the same time. So both hands, both feet off the wall, and as you're jumping to the next move, that's called the dino, hmm. right? So dynamic movement. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't know by definition, but that's how I can explain it to you. <laughs> and uh, and so. Um, I, I put a folder and I called it Dino and we were actually uh, writing this song called Industry Fantasy. Um, that's what it is. Industry Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dave, myself, Jeremy, were working with Kev and Kev said a couple of things that stood out to me and I, I pulled him aside and I said, hey man, I've been wanting to write a record that could probably be a waste of money or it could be legitimately a gift and I don't want to miss an opportunity. So would you be willing to work with me? Mind you, I don't play instruments. I come up with melodies. I come up with ideas. I come have all these sounds, uh, guitar ideas, but I don't play instruments. And, but I have these recordings with myself, uh, mimicking violin or guitar or piano drums, whatever you can think of. Right. Anyways, uh, so I asked him, would you be down to uh, help me write a few songs? And I, at the moment, I was thinking, you know, I'll try this first one. If it doesn't work out, I get back with my team and we'll continue writing. 
And uh, he's like, yeah, man. So we scheduled it. And I had this idea and um, it started off like, um, it was funny because it was like big dick energy, big dick energy, you know, <laughs> and, and something funny. But the reality was, I think subconsciously, I was making it a joke because the topic was so much darker than that. And it it, it, it may sound dark. I guess you can say it was much deeper, not darker, but deeper. I needed a, my subconscious was knocking at my, you know, front door telling me, Hey man, you need to snap out of it. You've got to change because there's a big change coming and you've got to be part of it. And if you're not, you're going to be left behind and you're going to lose, you know, everything, everything you've ever loved, everything. So if you don't snap out of this, dream you're gonna be in a very very bad situation so the first song is called different kind of love and uh it literally showed me a different kind of love of life um so it literally starts off with lyrics you know can you hear him knocking at the front door you know and so it was my subconscious trying to get out and give me these messages that i had and then so i, I you know kevin and i and i would say less than i'm gonna say way less than 16 hours i would say maybe because i i got to san Ant i drove from here corpus drove to san antonio around got to his place around 11 a.m it was like 10 a.m 11 a.m by 2 a.m we had a full song done different kind of love and uh i drove back that same night which i do a lot <clears throat> i cannot if there's any way I can make it home that same night, if I have to drive 24, even maybe 48 hours, I'll do it. I'll stay awake for that long just so I can get home um, to be with my family. So any possible chance I get, I try to head back home as soon as I can because it's every second counts for me now. And so, um, so yeah, so I'm listening to the song. My wife is listening to the song. Then she finds out we wrote this song under a full moon. And so uh, throughout the entire well, these are the things we start realizing after a few songs. I think it's like after the sixth song, we realize that we're writing and every session that I have by accident, because every time we set them, it would cancel. We had to rewrite it. Um, we noticed that it was on a full moon. It was on a full moon. And we were like, okay, this is very interesting. What's happening here? So we would, uh, I'd be outside coming up with these random melodies. My wife and I would just dance and laugh and and so I would have my voice memos. And then so I hit him up again. I was like, hey, bro, I have another song. We were at a, my daughter's volleyball tournament. And I'm only letting you know, like, the, in order of the songs that I was writing, so you can see this crazy story unfolding. Uh, it's called uh, Y'all Are Me. And I have a voice recording that my wife and my two daughters are just, in jokingly manner, just making fun of me. And, and so I started saying, y'all are mean to me. Y'all are mean, 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 y'all are mean, y'all are mean, you know, and I started messing with that. And that's where we get the song Y'all Are Mean. And uh, and so that song resonated with me on a on a deeper level level as well, because uh, I wrote F.U. on the dotted line because your employer every Friday signs your check because he owns you. And I want people to realize that, hey, man, like you got to figure it out because if someone owns you, you have no freedom to do anything you want to do. So you have a nine to five day in, day out. You've got to find a way to 
crunch all that in, make the bills, try to get this crazy dream of yours, pack it into as many hours as you can, sleep as little as you can if you can, if you can withstand the pain of it, and then find an outlet and then just release it into the universe with like great intentions. And so that's what we did. And so y'all are mean came out massive, another full moon situation. And so I was like, hey, Kev, bro, can we write a few more songs? He's like, hey, man, let's set this up. So we set up a few days again, we'll cancel and then we reset them. And I would drive there, drive back. So every night that I would go or every day that I go to Kevin Caress's house, we would write this massive song. And I can honestly say I love my record um, with a passion. I, I've i written with some of the best people I've ever met. I've ever met and uh, I love their work, man. But I'll tell you what, Bert said something when they started the use that he's his number one fan. I am my number one fan. I am Kev Caress's number one fan right now because thanks to what my life has become and what I've seen as a kid and growing up and all these things I've, I've put myself in and situations I put myself in has taught me so many things that now it's just almost like it's just bleeding through wanting to be out. And so, so y'all are mean was written. And then uh, we wrote um, this song called Broke Empire. I mean, that's what it is, Broke Empire. Um, and then we wrote my favorite song that I've ever written so far. Um, it's called Supreme Leader. And so I'm spiritual. I'm spiritual. I'm not religious on an aspect of Christianity, Catholic, Muslim. I'm not either of those. I'm just spiritual. Um, I just believe there's a God. I, I know there's something that created me. There's It's without a doubt because someone is creating indigo, right? Mm -hmm. So without a doubt, there has to be some creator, right? I mean, this laptop has a creator. And so Supreme Leader um, became my favorite song because uh, my, <laughs> on my 27th birthday, which is weird because my birthday was just a couple days ago and uh, actually yesterday. Um, Happy one belated of my birthday. Thank you. Uh, one of my buddies... <laughs> uh, I had mentioned I want to do acid and he's like, Hey man, uh, you want to take acid? And I was like, yeah. So he got me acid. And on my 27th birthday, I went on a wild trip that now I truly believe was the beginning of Indigo. Um, did I know that at the time? Absolutely not. Did I know that up until, or did I know that as I was pursuing music? No, not at all. I had no idea. It, it took 10 years for me to realize that that when I took acid, it was a doorway that opened up and allowed my mind to just snap out of it and be like, all right, hey, uh, you want to see some crazy shit or what? And so I guess my mind was like, yeah, let's do it. And through the entire trip, the one thing that stood out, it was this energy kept wanting to buy my soul. And it was like, why? And it kept saying like, hey, you know, you say you'll do anything for music. I was like, what? Okay. And so I would go on these trips. And every time I would say, no, man, I'm, I can't sell my soul. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, mind you, I'm high as hell. Seven and a half hours being, you know, under this acid trip. Uh, 
And this entity kept, you know, hey, let me buy your soul. And every time I said no, it would put me through these very painful situations. Uh, I call it my 10 years of hell. And yeah, that's how it felt. It felt like 10 years of hell in that acid trip. And so I learned and I studied. And during that time frame, um, I knew there was something that I needed to do. I just didn't know what yet. Um, and so I dug deep and I tried to understand this and I still don't understand it completely, but my wife and I had this massive epiphany a couple of weeks ago. And, um, at the end of my acid trip, it said, everything is as simple as this. And it was me looking down into the toilet and the <laughs> reflection of the water. Yes. Crazy. And I'm looking <laughs> at myself in this reflection in the water of the, of my toilet and says, your life is as simple as this. And it showed me a ton of music videos, just fast forwarding. Mind you, I haven't started Indigo. I hadn't started a project yet. I think I was writing acoustics here and there with friends, but it wasn't nothing. I, I never thought I'd pursue music the way I have. And uh, the slideshow just showed me a bunch of these songs and, or I mean, music videos. Um, and then it just grabbed a cigarette. Mind you, I don't smoke cigarettes. Uh, it's not cigarette. Um, and I just threw the cigarette into the water and it says as simple as that. Well, Dave Chappelle's new new special uh, blew my mind because he said the exact same thing, my acid trip. And my wife and I just immediately look at, at each other's eyes and we're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and he's all, we hadn't spoken about my acid trip in a minute and because uh, we bring it up once in a while, but it had been a, it had been a while already. And uh, I realized there was something there. There was there was something that was lining up. So I was like, okay, all right, bet. So I seriously think there's something. I guess you could say changing the the train tracks for me. Every every chance I know that I want to do something good and 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 good intentions, I guess you can say, it puts me in a track that it's impossible, not impossible. I guess it's, you don't want to jump off the train. You know, you don't want to jump off this, this ride because it's so exciting. Everything, the next step is more exciting. And uh, so, yeah, it, it that's how deep this stuff gets. Um, and whether I, all I got to say is just not, it's, I'm not doing this on my own. It, it's honestly uh, has been great energy. I, nothing about it has been bad because um, that song Supreme Leader, man, that acid trip, that's how I was able to write that song. It. Um, Let me, can I, can I ask you something about that, that I, I find it, well, maybe not a question, but uh, maybe more of a statement. Um, the interesting thing is um, you said that uh, during your acid trip, it, uh, opened up doorways for you. Um, what I find interesting is uh, Jim Morrison had that same epiphany during his acid trip. He said that it opened up his doors of perception, which is why they he named the band The Doors. Can I tell you something? My buddy Joe Garcia was one of my friends that was there. And Aaron Zamora, he was there that night. And Joe's wife, Rita. And my wife, Vivian, and we were all hanging out. At the beginning of the acid trip, 
I can honestly say I sang like I never sang before. I was freaking out. They were smiling. They're like, bro, that sounds so good. And it's almost like it was showing me what I was going to do. It was very odd, everything. But Joe is like, hey, man, can I show you something? I think I had heard the doors, not knowing who the doors were, mind you. I don't know artists by name. I just know them by sound. And I've heard it, obviously, because we listen to classic rock, my family, um, when I used to work construction. And when we were construction, we played classic rock, Tejano, um, whatever music was on, everybody, all of us would, would resonate with whatever sound. Well, until Joe introduced Pink Floyd to me the way he did, it was actually during my acid trip. So I think there's something there. I think there's a connection there that people, I think if you, again, jumped on that frequency, you can connect to other artists have, that have done the same thing. And I honestly think the sound that I'm creating is because of the individual's legends before me. I think they leave these, these energies and these frequencies. And of course, energy doesn't die. It just, you know, it's just relocated. It's just moving around. So let's just hypothetically, maybe let's just give it a thought that Let's say Prince, Michael Jackson, you know, Jamor, uh, Morrison, and um, who else? Just name your favorite artist. Let's say they already, you know, are dead. What makes you think they're not hanging out, giving all these other people ideas to write their songs, you know? Right. Just, you know, I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying that I think everyone's on a frequency of sound that we have enough consciousness to understand that it's out there it's it, not everyone hears it because they don't want to hear it or they just can't hear it um you just gotta you just gotta break the ice and start trying to find it it's it's like you're digging through this big old forest and like you gotta push one tree aside and and whether you think you can or not you know that tree is massive how am i gonna move it out of the way we don't have to move it away just walk around it and find another path so and that's what I've noticed, that if you allow yourself to listen to these frequencies, it's going to give you what you need. For example, if you are a painter, you tap into that frequency, it's going to give you the painting you're asking for. Because again, the universe does not say no. Um, it is ready to give you what you want, because that's how it works. If you want pain, it's going to give you pain. I've been there. If you want sex, drugs, and alcohol, you're going to get it. That's what it is. Um but if you want something different and you want to spread a different kind of love, then it's time to kind of like start paying attention. And sometimes it may take a year. May, you know, you might be born and you might have it for the rest of your life. Sometimes you may, it may take you 30, you know, 36 years to figure out. It may take you 40 years to figure out, but it's not the end for you. Just figure it out and try to make the next fork in the road the best one. You know, both possibilities are going to end up however you decide so there's no bad outcome it's how you see or how you, the perspective perspective you know it's your perspective so yeah sorry i had to go on that right <laughs> no it's all good um so even with with all this that you've been through uh have you found any um like a, a large variance in your musical influence from mm. this so your question is, can I can I let you know what artists I really dig into to find my sound? 
Is that yeah, what yeah, because honestly, it, if, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to tell you who, but when I listened, um, it's still to this day, it, it resonates with one of my favorite bands. Like, it's very akin to uh, uh, the sound and the, the vibe. Uh, honestly, if I'm being honest, I think you guys do it better. Um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, yeah. Where do you I'm pull just... that influence from? So this is going to sound weird <laughs> is music. I listen to and I enjoy it. I used to listen to a ton of music. Um, I'm talking about dance, Gavin dance, the use, the use has always been my favorite band. Um, you know, anything that emo was coming out, you know, anything along those genres. Right. But at some point in time, you know, bands like uh, Issues came out, but Woe Is Me and um, Johnny Craig with his stuff. So a lot of soulful guys were coming out, was catching my attention. Um, and I'm not going to lie, they, they a lot of those artists started to influence me. Even Hands Like Houses was, was an influence. But the new record is not like that. I have not gonna sit here and, and and try to make an excuse but my brother augie last summer he went on this rant of list actually before the summer uh last year he went on this rant about um miley cyrus and he would jam out her albums day in day out with cardi b so like i would talk shit to him and make fun of him even though i i was digging the record myself but it wasn't like that. It was more of like, it was a jokingly manner, brother to brother, just teasing him. And I was understanding like this music and sh and how Miley Cyrus just telling her story for what it was. And which is again, out of all artists, right? Like what made me snap out of it? Um, and she's, her songs and the way she sang and the way she was um the the sound design everything that she was doing in that record just made sense right it made sense to me and so then i was started seeing records differently i used to listen to a song and uh people are probably gonna be like this guy doesn't even really love music the way we do you know <laughs> but no it's not like that i love music in a whole different way i uh i study it i don't just listen to it. I I wonder like how many times they did that and why did they do this? And so sometimes I studied to a point where it was just started to make sense that everything was was almost as if um, a pattern, right? And so I started digging into that plus the frequency that uh, was just, again, positive energy. And, and it was telling me, hey, man, your story's kind of similar but not you live life you have done crazy stuff in your time and you have these deep emotions for things that you didn't understand as a child growing up or anything and now you you're starting to comprehend what life really is and so i was like okay so then i would listen to uh cardi b's production massive and of course dave williams is massive with production 
So I started digging into that. I was like, okay, I know, I know someone that could do that for me. And I know that, so we could start putting these puzzles together. And so I started calculating who I needed around to make this sound happen. Um, so again, that's where losing game comes into play. Um, then tripping on you comes into play and then it's vibe. The song that I'm going to release next, which I briefly mentioned, it's called, I see you. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a drop, leave the message for what it is. And then we're going to snap into what the other songs need to be released. Cause I'm trying to get to Dino. My full, my whole purpose is to release this message that I stumbled upon and I'm excited to share it with the world. So that's why everything again has led, I guess every emotion, everything, um, with what I heard for Cardi B, Miley Cyrus, and all these other artists, I just started listening to these records and the things started, you know, standing out and I just could not uh, help myself but to just in, in, indulge and enjoy and, and just appreciate every moment that was happening because I have no legit influence. All it is is I hear sounds and it reminds me of a, a, a game I used to play. For example, I have um, uh, the soundbite of Mortal Kombat in one in different kind of loves breakdown, and it's literally fight. And yeah. then, you know, we have uh, KO in another song called "We Never Know," and so, so there's so many things that I, I honestly can't tell you right now. There is no influence. I think life is influence. Every genre in the world is my influence. Um, my brothers are my influence. My wife, my kids, my life, people like yourselves. You know, everyone is an influence. Is I think what it is is I decided to tune into the the human race radio and like. Okay, what's the topic for this month? You know, what have we all thought about? So I'm tapping into everyone's consciousness because it's all floating in the air, right? We, so I'm all like, hey, what's up, y'all? What do we need to talk about? And so I just leave it there on the table. Everyone ha- gets to have a discussion about it like adults and then walk away from it feeling happy because guess what? There's another release. Oh, shit. What's the next one? What's the topic? All right. And yeah. bringing it back to Supreme Leader. That was my acid trip bringing me uh, the first time I met God. And it was a very interesting situation. So again, my acid trip was very, very hectic and and evil in certain parts. But there was this one moment that years down the road, now I write this song that is dedicated literally to how I felt about this acid trip and meeting God for the first time, but being who I am. So there's a part in there where you see Hector is about to jump out of his um, his day-to-day, you know, his seven to five and start writing as Indigo. So you see that in the in the song called Supreme Leader, you see the shift where Hector is going from a seven to five, sits down behind his computer um, or his phone or is outside meditating just, you know, because I have two acres. So I get to be barefoot outside as long as I want to be. There's no one telling me I can't do that. Uh so, yeah, I I started writing this message for myself, and I could read some of it for you if that's okay. Sure. Okay, and um, yeah, this song's called Supreme Leader, and I'll give you some lyrics. Um, and you can think of any sounds you want, fill it up in your mind, imagine it. But some of you have already heard it live, I'm pretty sure. 
people have posted it live, but um, you know, I, I'm excited for Dino, y'all. Dino is something insane. Uh, so do I have your attention? Yes. Good. <laughs> Exhausted of being a zombie? It's time to get high. Shift. Break all the boundaries. Look past all the lies. Praying to the image of will not save your life. Screaming for the antidote with no soul in his eyes. So yeah. That is Supreme Leader. Nice. Yeah. And uh, whether you understand it or not, it's okay. It, it You'll find it eventually because everyone does. You have to. Um, yeah. I'm sure. Well, since you just read us like some lyrics and everything, do you personally, have you had anyone personally come out to you, like come up to you and really resonate with a specific song or a lyric that has impacted them? Like a fan or even like someone you know already, like a friend or a family member? I've I've had many. I've yeah. had many. And I'm very grateful um, because I just, again, not a cliche. It's, it's the truth. You know, there's people that think just like I do, that feel just like I do, that love just like I do. And, uh, and that's just another puzzle piece for me. It's almost like that individual is part of my soul that I'm missing. You know, and so now I have a puzzle piece from that person, whatever story they told me, and they don't know me from Adam. I mean, you're telling you some of your darkest secrets to a fucking stranger, but it's not a stranger. It's someone that you can trust, and it's someone that you could be like, hey, man, I have an issue. What do you think I should do? Well, man, don't take my answer as the only thing you should rely on, but I think you should feel what should be your next best move? I don't think you should make any rational decisions. I think I think we have been programmed to pretend as if we don't have time. You are the construct the the construct of your own time. So why not just slow it down? So again, I've had many people approach me with conversations and what their songs mean, and they all mean the world to me. Um so yeah, no, I'm very appreciative. I I welcome it. I I just wish I could stop time and listen to every story thoroughly right. and understand it and try to sit down, you know, in a space and time. But in this physical realm, no. But I'm pretty sure we will have that conversation in you know in some very very nice room and just discuss what we thought that song meant and why it meant that. And why are we talking about it in this nature? And why did you pick that sound? And why did Kevin pick that sound? You know, and why did Kevin and Hector, you know, sit there hours on end creating this massive project that no one else knows about until you present it to them? And that's, that's, those conversations I seek for is, is conversations like that. I, yeah. see, I And, and uh, so you, to me, you sound very in tune with yourself. You try to be very perceptive of, you know, what's best for you, uh, what's best for what you're creating. Um, 
But has there ever been a moment where maybe you needed to revisit something you created, maybe kind of scrap it and rework it? Um, and is there like one song maybe that sticks out that you you really had to work on? Um, Tweaker. Tweaker was one that I really had to work on, but that was something that I did during work hours and I kept getting distracted. So um, <laughs> I was trying to organize this shed where we have all these parts for this equipment. And I was able to write lyrics to this instrumental that Dave, Dave had first constructed it. And then I put my little sense in there uh, as, for, as far as productions and sounds that I, I thought, you know, I would ask Dave, hey, can you add this, add that? Um, and then I came up with the melody and uh, all the lyrical content, which is a funny story. And so um, I would say that one, we've had a song also that will never see the light of day. Um, not because I don't want to. It's because the voice that's on that song is very, uh, it's very, very doing great things right now. So um, I have his voice on one of my songs. I just can't release it with his voice on it because it's, you know, breach contract or whatever the thing was. I never really got the details, but um, which doesn't bother me none. Um, I'm very happy that everything is happening for everyone the way it's supposed to. And that song just wasn't meant to exist for whatever reason. It exists. I will show it to people when I'm in person. Hey, man, remember that song you mentioned in that? <laughs> yeah, man, here you go. But <laughs> other than that, is it going to go further than that? Absolutely not. And that's okay. I'm I'm happy and I resonate with that very well. Uh, now, if you would have told me this when I paid the money and did everything that, that this was going to be happening, I would have been like, what the hell? But no, as of right now, I am. I've been content for a while. And this in tune thing didn't kick in just like that. I'm, I've been at this since last year. I Again, it was one of those, you either snap out of it or you lose everything. So um, this hasn't been long. This just has been the thing that I know feels great. I've never felt like this in my life other than being a child. Uh, but at some point in time, I lost it, whatever it was. Um, I couldn't tell you if, if it was a part of my happiness or part of someone else's happiness or um, uh, but yeah, so you know, it gets that deep. And so um, you have to come to terms with it. You can't just put it on a shelf and be like, hey, I'll look at you two years from now, bro. No, man, you got to see it for what it is. And it is what it is. If you fucked up, you fucked up. <laughs> if you loved the way you love, then it is what it is. But if you don't, then you're going to have a harder time. So that's why I say, man, try to find love in anything. It, it doesn't have to be another individual. You know, you can love yourself first, you know, because again, if you if you tell me that you love me, but you can't love yourself, then no. I don't believe you because if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. So it don't matter. Whatever anybody says, your spouse, your dad, your mom, if they tell you they love you, but you see how miserable they are, how do you think that they can love you if they feel that way? They can't. There's no way they can't. I know there's pain, but 
if you love yourself, you can't cause any more pain. I, and so I had to come to terms with that. But that's just my viewpoint. You know, I'm not trying to preach it on anyone, but that's these, you know, you're you're in Hector's head, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, how, what makes you think this isn't Hector just in the, in the mirror talking, trying to figure never it know. out? Exactly. We never know. But there's something that everybody thinks like that. Like, whoa. So which makes you think, why can't I tap into that frequency and find that art that I'm looking for? It doesn't have to be indigo. It could be yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, again, my influence is literally sounds, anything and everything, movies, like Bloodsport, the movie with Van Damme, <laughs> man, that I, I literally have sounds from that. And I didn't even realize I have sounds. And I was like, hey, I like that sound, Kev, can we use it? We put in a record. And I was like, I know that sound. What is that sound? Well, that following weekend, I just went on this old, you know, 90s binge of movies, 80s and 90s, martial arts when I was a kid. And... uh I heard that sound. I was like, that's what it is. It's from Bloodsport. So it's things like that. It's so influences. There's a lot of artists, but I think it's life. I think it's the sounds that we hear daily. I think it's if you tuned into a radio, you were listening to Tejano for 30 minutes and then you switch it over and then they're playing Michael Jackson's beat it. And you're like, hell yeah, that, but the switch is perfect. That's the kind of shit I'm working on. Like I'm trying to figure that, that out. So so before I ask my, my next question, actually, as we're talking, you know, you're talking about loving yourself before you love everyone else and being respectful for everybody. I have something that I think you would actually uh, really vibe with here. Um, have you heard of the term Sonder? Sonder. I can't say that I have. So Sonder, Sonder is a term that means, uh, or it's actually the description of the realization that at any given moment of a random passerby, they are living a life as complex as yours. And so um, there was advice on a, a YouTube show that I watch uh, that somebody was given as a kid that I kind of pass along now. And it's before you do anything, consider Sonder. You That's don't know awesome. what someone's going through. They've got a complex life before you act, before you're, you know, getting road rage at the person in front of you, you know. Something's going on. You don't know. Um, with that being said, I do have a kind of uh, left field question that I like asking. Um, I feel like I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've really gotten to know you in this last hour. So um, my question is, I, I'd like to set it up. Uh, Johnny Depp says he got his inspiration for Jack Sparrow from Keith Richards' stage presence. Do you have any inspiration for your stage presence? Got him thinking. He doesn't have an answer right away. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's a good end. That I mean, that's a good thing. Hmm. Well, the reason I, I, I pause for, for a big second is because um there's a comedian that I love to watch. I, I obviously don't keep up with his stuff, but um, in the past few days, I've noticed quite a bit of stuff. Um, but there's a comedian that I, I, I saw. And now that I'm, of course, this was in, I would say, I must have still been in the Marine Corps. I watched uh, Cat Williams' com comedy. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. I couldn't tell you by name. All I remember is he made me laugh. 
like no other. But he had this thing about um, himself. It, it was it was Cat Williams, but that was the person that's on stage, you know, that's going to give you all the information. Um, he's he's a vessel, I guess you can say, and he's had the outfit. He had the stage set, you know, like all comedians have their specials. And I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Um, Michael Jackson, of course, has. I, and again, I don't watch music videos. I don't go search for it. I, I wish I had more time to do that, but I don't. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I don't watch music videos. I don't listen to music as much as I wish. I do listen to frequencies Um, as I'm at, like actual frequencies. I'll put them on. Um, I'll listen to some friends, uh, of course, my, my homies music here and there, um, or some music that's recommended or something I'm about to work on. Um, but as far as listening to music, it's, it's here and there. Um, I have more conversations than I listen to music. I, I speak to more people than actually watching videos. So yeah, Hmm. I would say the little bits and pieces of Michael Jackson I've seen. I know I've saw not too long ago. I think last year, my daughters and my wife were like, here, sit down and watch Elvis with us. Okay. Elvis was sick. I mean, look at him. Why wouldn't you want to do what he did? He moved the masses. Michael Jackson moved the masses. You're, you're... So again, it's, you're not reinventing the wheel. It, it, all you're doing is finding your slice and how you can do it. You're not trying to be better than them. You just want to be, you know, hey, I want to be where they were at in whatever, for whatever reason you're doing it for. I am, I knew for a fact, I have two girls that are hammering away at volleyball. Um, and I knew that my job makes good money, but wasn't going to pay the bills. It wasn't for them anyways, their tuition. Yes. There's a possibility of a scholarship, but you know, if you're expecting something, you're going to be very, uh, it's going to suck when you realize that it didn't, you know, fall through the way you want it to, because you're expecting things. It's not expecting, it's trying to design a future that's better for you and your family. And so I'm not doing it for financial gain at all. And it's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I needed to figure out how I could give my daughters a better life how my wife could have, you know, a better life, you know, and pay their tuition. And so I was like, it's not going to be turning wrenches. It's not, you know, right now people are barely affording groceries. You know what I'm saying? Now look at, look at an individual. If, if, if there's a musician out there, think about it. There's one, they're doing their day job. Two, if they have families they are providing for that. Their second half is doing their best as well. They can't, you know, they're feeding everyone's mouth, paying all these bills. So how the hell do you jump off this, this exhausting cycle? If you, you know, oh man, that one, that that's one thing that, that I've noticed. And so I knew I had to snap out of it, you know, cause I can't do it that way. Um, it doesn't work. You have to first work on you so much. And I've heard this many times. Work on yourself. Work on yourself until you can't anymore. And then when you feel like you just can't get that past that barrier, hey, man, break that barrier and keep going because it gets easier every time. Um, and so, yeah, I told myself it has to be something massive. It has to be 
it has to cater to everyone and and everything um it wasn't trying to uh again this isn't preaching or anything it was more of like if i can send out a message and whoever resonates with it hey man that may be a few dollars that can help me get a bigger message out there and so that's what indigo's been doing is is we we're not under a record label we don't i'm not you know the only people that i've i've had you know the privilege of having money from is my brothers they've gave me a few you know not a few but they've given me some money you know um i've had some friends donate money i've had some great fans just buy merch um so did i think that it was going to be that easy absolutely not not at all i i i'm a realist you know if i told you that going from 7 years old to you know 21 was going to be easy you know, I'd be lying to you. It's, I knew, I know everything is going to be tough. And, but if you make it tough on you, it's just going to get worse for you. And then when it gets worse, you're just ready to bounce. Um, I knew it was going to get worse before it got better. This is better, y'all. This is better. I'm talking to y'all about my project. You're wanting to know what the hell is going on in my head right now. <laughs> and if you're not, I'm putting it out there. Like, why? What the hell's up with this dude? Why? Why is this? Why did he get lucky enough to find this damn sound and I didn't? It's not about that. You have your sound. You have your painting. You have your pictures. You your photography. You have it all. Everyone does. If you love mechanicing, you have that. It's just you have to own it. You have to say you're the best at it. People are always so worried about competing. No, you're competing with yourself. Why? Because then tomorrow you will be better than today, and it's okay. It's okay to be better than yesterday. Because if you're not thriving to be better daily, then what are you doing as a human being for society? There's, uh, you know, if I could tell you I was sitting here, that I'd be sitting here 10 years ago, I'd laugh in your face. I go, there's no wanting to learn or listen or any of that. I'm not telling you I have the answers. All I'm just saying, these are the, the epiphanies I've had. And why not share them with, with people that are interested in it? You know, there's other people sharing it with us. So I was just like, well, I'm going to share my experience. But mine is music. I'm not going to sit there and at a show. I will not do this. But if you come to me, I will give you whatever you're looking for. I'll talk to you. I will give you as much as me as you want. But I'm telling you, it's, it is it is what it is. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to change for anyone. I love myself at this very moment. I am 100% content with where I am. If music stopped at this very moment, I'd be happy. I'd be okay with that. If I, if they told me, Hey man, you can't do music for the rest of your life. You got to go do mechanics for the rest of your life to, to provide for my daughters. Well, guess what? Then I guess I got to figure out how to start running a whole business in mechanics. And guess what? I have two of the best mechanics that I know that I'm learning from my brothers. Oh, <laughs> one second. Is that you, baby? Yeah. Okay. My daughter just got here. I've been slacking so much working on Indigo that I haven't fixed my front door. Because <laughs> I built my house. How are you doing? Yeah? Okay. I'll talk to you in a few minutes, okay? Love you. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm slacking. So my friend, or I, <laughs> my my brothers and I built my house here on this property. So I'm very proud of that. And uh, it's not it's fancy to me because it's uh it's my house. It's very small. You know, I'm actually in my bedroom right now. Uh, and then it's I'm in small, my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, it's a small a small living room, small little kitchen, and then my daughter's room. Both my girls sleep in the same room, and then our restroom, washroom. You know, so um, but I have land. I have land, right. and that. That's something that I'm very proud of that my wife got while I was in Afghanistan. So, um, but yeah, um, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate. And again, I'm content. I used to complain about everything. I was just a whiny little, you know, and I didn't see what I was being given. You know, I, you know, I asked for alcohol. I got it. So, and yeah, I, I don't drink anymore, but I do partake in, 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 marijuana and it is what it is you know i'm not gonna hide it because it has helped me in slowing my mind down i used to you know there was a marathon going on in my head it's like where are you going bro you slowed down so yeah it's taking time it's taking some time to get here and have you um sorry to to jump in there um <laughs> But have you have you found any inspiration for music from like an extremely unexpected place? Absolutely. Um, so during these meditations, sometimes that I have outside with my wife, we'll just stay quiet, we'll put on a frequency, we'll watch the stars. And uh it starts off with a almost like tribal. It could be Native American, it could be Southern, uh, I would say South American. It could be African, um, it'd be Asian. Uh, so these sounds and, and a lot of inspiration comes from that. And so it starts off with that. And then I just, again, tune that little frequency to Indigo channel, put a little bit of guitars in there. You know, you start messing around with it. That's that's all we do. That's how cool. we do it. Cool. So yes, it's weird, <laughs> but it works. And then I love it. I have recordings, um, for days. I have recordings for days, and uh, a lot of them start that way. So I would say tribal is. So I guess I resonate with that very well. I love it. I love it when I, when I know. When tribal, when, or let me rephrase that. When an idea starts presenting itself and it's tribal, I lean into it because I know it's deep. It's deep and it's good. Whatever's coming in, it's good. Um, and so I've been fortunate. And uh, Broke Empire um, was one of those that did that. It was, uh, but it's a, it's a deep topic, you know, Broke Empire. We see America just dying. And uh, it's crazy to see, but it is what it is. We got to figure it out. Because, I mean, hey, wake up. It's our country, bro. Like, yeah. What's happening? Yeah. We speaking, live here. Speaking of crazy things, you've gone on tour and everything, right? Have you I've done one tour. Well, you've been on one tour then. So have you seen anything crazy while you've been on tour with the band and everything? Hmm. 
had any experiences that were just like out of this world? Like we've interviewed other bands and they were like, oh, I had to call 911 like four times. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to say where. All I'm going to say is there was a show where an argument became a situation where an AR was presented where I had to get my 45 ready to put this person down and the homies all every band was on the floor and whoever wants to you know testify on that whether it's false or true it doesn't matter to me but uh I mean my boy Dave was there Jeremy the drummer was there so they shot five rounds in the air I saw my friends on the floor I was ready I knew where I was at I'm not gonna sit here and act like I'm fucking John Rambo or anything all I'm saying is I remember I, I thoroughly remember the training the Marine Corps taught me and if that man would have aimed any direction towards any human being I think I would have had to do not I think I know I would have done what I had to do it's just those are the, that was probably the craziest thing that I personally had to experience did I second guess it absolutely not Jeremy was there I was standing where I needed to stand safely I would have been safe 100 percent strategy is very very important so i uh yeah that's probably the craziest thing um i think it was enox i think the homies in enox were there jersey boys yeah so hmm. it was very interesting um again broke empire there's there's a reason we need to start talking about things we got to stop beating around the bush and be like hey y'all we gotta have conversations i would like to have a show where there's no guns presented yeah definitely and i'm not saying that occurs everywhere i'm just saying that happened you asked me i gave you the answer and that's the craziest shit that i've been a part of yeah uh do i want anything more of that in my life absolutely not absolutely not i i don't wish it on my worst enemy no one should have anything like that or any of these situations but again broke empire if we don't talk about it how's it gonna get fixed right it's tough it's a tough it, again tough topics i'm not here to judge i'm just here to have a conversation yeah so talk about it. moving on <laughs> besides besides your own band i know you said earlier that you don't really listen to a lot of music nowadays because you're more listening to like the sounds and not the actual bands and everything but is there anyone on your personal playlist these days if given a chance you would collaborate with um or would you like to collaborate with anyone that may not be on your playlist? I have a playlist. <laughs> and, uh, 
I'm actually scrolling through it right now. <laughs> He's I'm like, gonna... oh, let me look at this playlist. Who do I want to collaborate with? So I, I think at the moment, the people I want to collaborate are producers. I want to find a producer that wants to be patient enough to work with me <laughs> and, um, and just see what sound they hear. The, basically, hey, I have all this. I'm going to give you all of these sounds. What can we construct together? Because again, I'm not, I don't sit behind a computer either. Again, I have sounds and I'm very confident about these sounds and ideas and, mel and melodies and lyrical content that I've had friends where they're very patient. Uh, Dave, Jeremy, Sydney. Um, let's see, I've had Ruben, um, Jesus, which also known as Fro, EJ. Uh, Tony, I mean, everybody, I, I, they know who they are. I, I don't have to sit here and name them all. Every single one of them gave me the opportunity to just hear me out. And that's who I'm looking for. And sometimes you resonate with them more than one time. Sometimes it's just that one or it never finishes. You're not going to be compatible with everybody and it's okay. You know, um, I just now realized that as speaking with you, like I just snapped that I look for producers that were writers themselves willing to work with me to a point where we can construct something beautiful. And until that ends, then, hey, it's time to move on. It's not, I think Indigo is just, hey, man, I'm just going to write with wherever the, the river's taking me. Um, or at least that's what's happening now. Because <laughs> um, right now I'm hooked on uh, on Kevin Carestis. Uh, he understands what I'm doing, uh, but I do want to give a couple of other friends a shot and yeah. not a shot, but like, I want to work with them. Um, do they know this? Probably not. I have ideas for my boy, Dave, him and I speak about it. It's just, he's very busy. He's got a massive project that, or he's got something going on. He's, he's, you know, it's, and not only that, he helps out all his friends. I was like fired, you know, those are our homies. Uh, Daniel, Daniel is a real one, man. That's. Yeah, sorry, I jumped off everywhere. But yeah, <laughs> that's okay. Oh, uh, but let's see. Uh, yeah, no, it's hard. Honestly, they're all so talented. I just couldn't. Couldn't Again, pick one. You just want to collaborate with them all. I think I'll tell you who I do want to work with because the man, oh my God. I resonate with that man so well. I had no clue who he was till I saw him and someone told me about him. And is uh, again, I don't know the music industry like art music like musicians do. I I don't Again, everybody's going to be like, "Then why the fuck do you do music?" You know? <laughs> like I'm sorry, y'all, like it, it's just I I love music differently. I yeah. Um but it's Rick Rubin. I just want to, and I just want to collaborate with him to a level, um, but not only for music, but to just speak with the man. Uh, I kind of want to talk to that guy. I want to see. I want to see what it, what inspires him. I want to. I want to see what gets him moving in the day. What has has given him that confidence of creating the masterpieces that he's created. And and mind you, I haven't heard a lot of his masterpieces. You know, I haven't, I haven't heard of his work, but I'm more curious about the man, not his work. 
Right. And that's where I'm stuck at. Um, I'm not stuck on the art. I'm stuck on the human. The human aspect of things. You, right now, you too have allowed me to be in your universe as long as I have. And you haven't said, hey, man, it's time to go. You yeah, know? get out of here. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right. <laughs> no, right. And see, that's a privilege. People need to understand that. That is a privilege. You are allowing me to hang out with y'all and speak freely at whatever topic. You don't know what the hell I'm going to say. Yes, you can edit and delete this, but the whole thing is you two are allowing us to have this massive conversation that we, us three, will feel differently than everyone else about this conversation because this is real time. Yeah. We will allow someone else to join us after this. Does that make sense? That's beautiful, man. And so I had to, I got to know you. You gave me your time. Who are you? What do you do? What makes you tick? That's why I not even, I don't exaggerate. You guys saw me. I do a personal video and I'm going to try to keep up with that. I, I have to, you literally took time of your day to get into my world. That's fucking insane. And so I can't allow that from other people unless I really, really resonate with your message. Yeah. Rick Rubin, he takes, I would say, and this is terrible, but I would say maybe 10 minutes out of my day. Uh, my brothers take most of my day. <laughs> Obviously, seven to five. So we talk a lot. We yeah. discuss things, we joke, we remember times, you know, we talk about their father that passed away a few years ago. You know, we we analyze our lives with our wives and our children and we're we're figuring out what direction do we go? Um how do we, you know, get ahead of the same repetitive thing and my brothers basically doubled down and said, hey, man, we're with you and I'm with them. Uh, whatever their dreams are, I work trying to figure out how we're going to make their dreams happen. And then I'm going to be able to extend my arm a little bit more. So at this very moment, I am, uh, you know, pursuing Indigo like it's my last breath. So I can give my brothers the opportunity to chase their dreams to the last breath. Yeah. And then a friend and a brother and a sister and a mom, you know, I just, I've seen enough suffering where, where I see, uh, I see blue skies more than gray. I love gray skies though, because if there were no gray skies, man, I wouldn't understand what a blue sky was. So, um, they, they're getting older, you know? And so if someone is dedicating that much time and love into your goddamn dream, then you owe them your fucking life. Give them what you can. And that I'm talking about if someone spent 15 minutes, you better give them fucking 30. 30 of your best fucking minutes. You know, if someone gave you an hour, you better give them two hours back. 
in full. You got to give it all. You're all. I owe a lot of people a lot of love. So I got to get on it, you know? Yeah. I got to so return. Changing it, changing it up a little. This is the last question I had. Um, I re I was listening to another interview you did, and you was talking about how you and your bandmates are into anime. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, I love anime. And I was just curious, like, what animes were, were, are you into? Because I'm like, I was really big in like Inuyasha and like Fruits Basket and Bleach and like, of course, all the Hayao Miyazaki films. I even wore That's... my <laughs> my bacon burning so, devil i'm glad it's it's odd that you asked that question but not odd because it is what <laughs> it is uh, so our former so my homies uh sydney brandon and tony those guys were anime 100 god they loved anime and um i remember inuasha because a friend of mine it was just a brief moment of my my, my time in aurora Colorado. Um, they lived in apartments across the street and uh, they showed me that anime. And that's the only reason I knew what you said there. But <laughs> um, I personally like Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball Z. Um, am I religiously watching it? No, I couldn't tell you anything about it other than I like some of the damn, I like what I watched. It's yeah. just I don't have time. I wish I had more time to watch TV, but I don't have time for TV. I, again, I uh, used to, one thing I do indulge in is, is this game called Apex. It's terrible. It's just, it's, it's like being in a casino. I'm putting in 10 seconds of my time. Let's see what I win. I'm dead. All right, let's try it again. <laughs> That's literally all I spend time on. Uh, but lately I've, decided to be a little bit more disciplined and, and got myself into, uh, you know, in a routine again, making content. Cause again, we have messages to share and, uh, people to respond to and thanking them. So, uh, so yeah, but, but for me personally, I will go and try to watch street fighter, uh, anime, of course. Um, I guess older stuff, but I couldn't, name everything um i never really as a kid I, I watched certain cartoons uh when we could and i remember playing a few games when we could because i didn't really have a uh, a game system we didn't have anything like that uh huh so yeah so i like it it's just um those you're, are the ones that i resonated with the most you're not the anime nerd is what you're no, saying no no the homies were and <laughs> Man, I would love for them to, to you know, jump in it with you with that because they would give you, they, oh my God, I'm pretty sure Brandon would have had a kick it, you know, Sydney. Yeah, they would have had a kick out of that one. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, but Demon Slayer, I loved it. Um, I'm not going to lie, I got emotional because I was, I was in this state already realizing who I was and how I love and uh, me and my family watched it together. So it, it means the world to me. My oldest loves it. Um, she loves it uh my youngest is a little bit more like like uh like myself and my wife we we you know well actually we all four study our, our craft we're working on you know if i'm the musician i spend hours here singing or learning how to sing in the manner of another vocalist that's what i do i study music again i'm studying i do listen to music when i when i have to warm up or 
um because i'm trying to understand how they do that so um my body has been able to start adjusting a couple of things and i'm able to hone it into indigo and so um so my daughters will be on their phones studying volleyball you know that's their craft right now uh my wife will be running you know indigo uh social media plus running my daughter's media and and getting them ready for college and uh yeah, my wife and I started very young with our first girl. Well, both our girls are, they're not far apart, but we started in high school. So um, I had to get to it, you know? Yeah. Joined the Marine Corps very quickly. And um, during that time, I met a lot of people that loved anime. That's how I saw some stuff in Iraq and Afghanistan on our computers uh, with a hard drive. We share a hard drive and get, you know, videos and movies and watch when we can. Um but yeah, no, it's we if we watch something, it's uh information normally. Um and not about the timeline that's occurring, more of like what we're trying to do is humans that truly care about humans, you know, the ones that want to try to shift into a better possibility. Um I and it's not far-fetched honestly yeah there's obstacles we need to overcome but again if we don't try then yeah so i want to again i want to try and i obviously you guys want to try so yeah. i'm excited i'm excited so um believe it or not we actually had a lot more questions for you um the awesome thing is in sharing so much with us, you've actually answered all we had to ask you and more. <laughs> Not even joking. Uh, we have a little chat on the side and we've been knocking off. Oh, he's got oh, this one answered. He's got this that. one answered. He already answered um, that. <laughs> but it's it's seriously been great to get to know you. You know, I, I, I don't want to hold you back from your family too much longer either. Um, I want to be respectful of that. But for our listeners, do you have any a uh, short message anything else you want to share with our listeners um my wife and i say this thing uh all shift happily now all shift happily now that's it peace <laughs> that's it Love that's it. it well thanks so much for coming on the podcast it's been great thank you it was a pleasure We've enjoyed your conversation and some of the little tidbits and stories. Yes. Of I, your I, journey. Thank you. Thank you for letting me be me. Well, that does it for this episode of Jam XP listeners. We would like to thank Hector again for coming on the podcast. We learned so much about Indigo and really enjoyed our conversation. We can't wait to hear and see what Indigo has in store for the future. Please, listeners, go check out and follow Indigo on all the socials and give them a listen wherever you stream your music. As always, don't forget to subscribe, follow, and share with your friends all things Jam XP. We would also love to hear your thoughts about this episode, so please comment on one of our social media posts or in the comments section of this episode on Spotify or YouTube. Until next time, thanks for listening and take care.